Bill Mosley, Daniel Harris, Dick Warlock, George Romero, Kane Hodder, Robert England, Ronnie Blakely, CJ Graham, and you're listening to Dean of Horror Texas. Gotta be fucking kidding. back and relax you're listening to another episode of deep in the heart of texas this is jeff this is nathan and this is ralph uh we have gathered today to talk about a very uh interesting series that might be on everybody's uh you know favorites maybe not so favorite i don't know uh but we're going to talk about the series jeepers creepers do y'all want to start off with uh addressing the, the elephant in the room with this series i guess that's a big drawback for some people i think we might as well i mean uh it is foreshadowing and overcast of these this entire series and anything the guy makes uh you know victor salva being a convicted pedophile uh kind of a weird topic the i don't really want to tackle too much i just want to get it out of the fucking way yeah um back in that I think way like, we can avoid the comment section yeah i mean i think like a, in like the 86 or 87 he he got a He's filming a movie called Clown House and and uh, was uh, sexually molesting one of the kids. Um, I think his name was like Nathan Winters or something like that. But he was like a twelve year old kid, and uh, you know, it's a weird topic. <laughs> it's uh, hard to address. Like yeah. it, it, we and our job as podcasts, we have to review horror movies. This is a this is a a, a horror movie. Um, so. Do we and can a, we separate the man from his movies? Is that is that a little and that's the thing too I mean, shitty of us? I know we were talking about maybe child's play, and we we're talking about even phantasm. Uh, we had loose talks about that, but we Jeepers Creepers is neat because it it was kind of like this slasher proto guy in a rubber suit kind of uh, you know mm-hmm. kind of series that existed, and and it's like I don't know, it's like the little engine that could you know. Uh, they got a part one, did successfully well, and then part two comes out, and then we had to wait almost eight years or something like that to get a part three. So it was like, is there wealth in the series? And I guess that's what we're going to get into, uh, movie per movie per movie. Yeah, I mean, look at it this way. It, we we don't support this type of shit, uh, you know, but on the same token, am I going to stop watching Weinstein Company movies because of Harvey Weinstein? You know, no, I don't condone the man's actions, but... There's a lot of good movies under that that banner and Polanski and Woody Allen. I mean, there's a lot of creepers in, in Hollywood. So, yeah, and totally understand you not listen to the episode because maybe you don't agree with the demographics of or the situation of him being a convicted sex offender. But, you know, have you seen Clown House? It's a really good movie. I Is mean, uh, Sam, Rock, <laughs> Sam Rockwell, that's one of the first one of Sam Rockwell's first films. And I watched this on VHS, and it was just one of my go-to films. I still own it on VHS, and I was able to get the MGM DVD release when it came out, maybe like ten years ago or whatever, before they pulled it uh, off out of print or whatever they did. But uh, it's one of my favorite home invasion films. I've it's never like a, seen it. It's a really, it's three brothers in a house. They go to the circus. The youngest brother has a big, deep fear of clowns. And there is an escape in a sanitarium that's local, you know, kind of localized. And they get to the circus and they kill the clowns at the circus and they take on their personas. And these kids live in this like little kind of off the, you know, suburban path house. And they kind of track the the three brothers back to their house and they kind of play the whole home invasion thing. So you had three insane. It's very uh, 
uh, what's that movie with Donald Pleasance and oh fucking Alone in the Dark? It's very Alone in the nice. Dark, but the sanitarium people are dressed as clowns, Jesus. and the kids are just three young brothers in like their early teens. There's no returning to sanity in that. Fucking it was, movie. I mean, yeah, no shit. But Clown House, uh, yeah, I mean, hey, the wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. Oh my god, no, there's that scene where he's like the cook. He's got the pig, uh, Donald Pleasance is the cook, and he's got, what's his name, flipped upside down, and he's about to attack him with a damn huge cleaver. I love that movie. <laughs> so, yeah, we're going to, look, we don't support it, but we're going to review this, and we're going to review it objectively as a movie, and, and, and yeah, that's it. Yeah, I mean, we what, just wanted to, like I said, elephant in the room. <clears throat> He's yeah. a sick fuck. Yeah, we're we're we just want to like talk about how cool or not cool this film is, and like be like totally like blasé about you know like the the weird shit that you know goes on behind the the director's life that goes on in Hollywood. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, as we it. learn more and more, like Jesus, like, yeah, Bill Cosby. I mean, everybody's got some weird cat or skeleton in the closet. Sorry, cat in the bag. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. Anyways, let's Jeepers get, creepers. Yeah, let's get on with it. All right. I'm actually looking forward to reviewing a couple of these. Um, when was the first time you saw this? Dude, in theater. Me I too. saw it in theater, I think what 2001's when it came out. Um <clears throat> I you know, it was weird cuz this this actually a lot of people are confused because like uh they think it's based on a true story. Not the fucking flying demon thing, but that is. But yeah. but there was a, a Roblo unsolved mysteries. Uh, Roblo origin. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so there was an unsolved mysteries episode of people going down a desolate highway. They saw a guy throw a body in or something into yeah. a pipe, and then that guy pursued him and and oh, it's dope. eerily similar to the beginning of this movie. So a lot of people asked Victor Silver, like, "Are you like?" you know copying this and he was like oh, no it was just like a weird coincidence yeah, no i'm it's copying like, it you fucking moron not really <laughs> huh, shit. so <laughs> they all float down there <laughs> but yeah it's a uh, man like you want to see how i got these wings <laughs> <laughs> sorry forget the cg in this movie people <laughs> um hiya dairy oh <laughs> yeah his name's dairy <laughs> from dairy i'm dairy from dairy um, yeah, I mean, this movie starts you right off in it, man. It, it, uh, you know, opens with these two kids traveling cross country from college to go see their parents. And, uh, when was the first time you saw this, Ralph? Um, I actually didn't get to see this movie until, uh, 2004, 2005, I believe. Gotcha. Um, like this is still within like my infancy of like starting to watch horror movies and whatnot. Like I just, I had just discovered like Jason in my sophomore year of high school. That was 2002. And this movie wasn't even on my radar. Was it like a blockbuster rental? Uh, no, no, no. It was a um, friend of mine. Uh, his girlfriend ended up. She she doesn't really watch a whole lot of horror movies, and this one was oddly her one of her favorites. Awesome. And the boyfriend just did not care to watch horror movies whatsoever. And she finally got fed up of like, hey, I want to watch this movie. Do you want to watch it with me? And her boyfriend kept telling her no. She's like, well, fine. Fuck it. Ralph likes horror movies. I'm going to go watch it with him then. Ralph cuckolding shit, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I just snuck right on in there. I got but, this. Um, I, oh, I got I, this. The, the TV's actually in my bedroom. <laughs> I got the At the time, ironically, I had, a, I had a 70 inch in my room. You oh. fucking guy! <laughs> <laughs> I had one of those like big tube 70 inch TVs in my room. And yeah, we ended up watching the fucking yeah. movie, and I enjoyed it. Like, it was a really seventy-inch tube, ladies. Oh my! <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna love this. Um, so that was the first time I watched it. That had to been like 2005, like right after I graduated. Um, fucking the- high five, Maui. <laughs> You're welcome. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, that 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 was the first time I actually got to see that movie, and that was actually the last time I watched it for a while. Gotcha. Um, I've always seen it pop up at Blockbuster, so and so I was like, oh, that that was a really good fucking movie, and I ended up literally, like I said, didn't watch it for a while. It wasn't until you guys said that we wanted to review this that I would had I was going to go watch it again. Gotcha. But that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Yeah, I bet. I, what else happened? <laughs> Seventy inch tube. A gentleman. Never... I know this is considered. I know, I know our podcast is considered explicit. I'm not going to go that explicit. So we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> this uh, this episode is brought to you unrated. <laughs> Way to go, Ralphie. <laughs> Jeff, uh, did you see this? I saw the trailer, and then I just went and 
opening day or whenever the hell, you know, I saw it in theaters kind of like you. It was mm. just like, hey, uh, this looked really good. I mean, the first thing, like you said, draws you is the the way some of those opening shots are shot. The I saw the uh, grassland and the highway stuff, the off, you know, off highway stuff. And I was like, wow, this looked neat. You know, this is supposed to be su- supposedly like the setting for this is supposed to be uh, rural Florida. Yeah. yeah. That's where I, they shot it. Like, I always got like a... I never got Florida little, from that. I no, got like I more got, of an Oklahoma yeah, vibe or exactly. some shit. Like Oklahoma Midwest. or like fucking uh, Illinois, kind of like out in like the farmlands and whatnot looking for corn. Oh, yeah. Well, it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> There's still no pepper. fucking corn. <laughs> God damn it. I'm telling you. Uh, I look, 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 look. For, for people that have listened to our that past, can of cream corn. Look, for the people who have listened to our past five fucking episodes. Okay, remember Freddy versus Jason? Yes. Freddy lives in Springwood, Illinois, Springfield, Springwood, Illinois. There's a corn scene in Freddy versus Jason. Yeah. That's that's my point. <laughs> what does that guy say in the cornfield? Well, hey, Jethro, this is a rave, not a Halloween party. Why don't you go find yourself? A pig to fuck! <laughs> 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 Only corn poke and you weren't invited. Son of a bitch. God, it's a lure. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot well, of... Hey there, Jethro! <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's hilarious. Now, there's a lot of corn scene. in uh, Children of the Corn, though. Yeah. Well, I mean, could you imagine if it was wheat fields? <laughs> Children <laughs> of the Corn, they're all uh, sitting in a fucking wheat field, and oh, it's like God. four foot high. That wouldn't be hot. That wouldn't be. That movie sucks, anyways. But whatever. That would be a good TV show, though. It would. Yeah. God, that'd be cool. Like, like Children of the Corn. Yeah. Yeah. It was originally wasn't a short story to begin with. I think so. If I'm not mistaken, it was it was written as a short story, and they ended up like turning into like a what six fucking movie? What are we reviewing? <laughs> Everything. Thank God, not Children of the Corn. <laughs> yeah. We, I'm not, never That's our next that. episode. Corn eight obsession. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I've never called in sick. I will be. For those. <laughs> no shit. What are we doing? No. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. All right, Ralph, you can do it by yourself. Cool. <laughs> hey, I do that. I, I, we've had recent conversations. Where I'm like, ah, that sounds like a good idea. Y'all do it. <laughs> <laughs> Have at it, fellas. <laughs> that was my first time watching it. So though. it's funny. Actually, uh, this rural area was actually very populated. Uh, uh, you know, the producers and director had to go to each house and ask them to remove their mailbox while oh, they wow. shot. Yeah, they did a good job of not showing any yeah. houses in the shot, but that, that actually is factual that they had to request everybody rip up their mailboxes for. I love that there's no fat on this film. It just goes to it. Dude, this movie's pacing is great. I mean, there's only fucking like eight deaths and only of six of them are like really on screen. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're a person that's like, oh, I need a murder to keep, you know, most horror movies depend on the murder to keep the story moving along yeah. and, and keep the pacing. This is few and far between and its pacing is fantastic. Yeah. So. For a movie that's only like an hour and a half long. Yeah, they don't. They don't put it in a flies. whole lot of. They don't give you a whole lot of fat to have to by, go dude. through. Oh yeah, I mean, flies. within what, <clears throat> like the story structure is like it's like the, that brotherly sister fucking exposition of just mm. their travel. Mm. They're joking, you know, the humor of the brother and sister, and then right from there, you're seeing like doom, impending doom, just like creep up in the shot. And I love that the way it's filmed. It's like that fucking horn. Oh, oh dude. dude, that fucking truck. Jesus. Yeah. Like you, you hear whistling as it's coming at you. It's like just the Dude, noise. I, think, yeah. I was telling Ralph, like watching the beginning of this, I'm like, man, if there was ever more of a better time to have a twisted metal sweet tooth movie, you know oh, that yeah. truck fucking reminds I, me. I of hope it. the creeper becomes like a the, the new Mortal Kombat. I hope because like oh, a character in that because he's be, like oh, the design of the motherfucker. Just like you said, like in the opening sequence, you you're it's just truck. Mm. It's very um reminiscent of uh the duel by steven spielberg it's right. very reminiscent of that just opening things of just being terrorized on the road and you're alone and i love that and then when you get introduced to the figure by the church scene later it's like that's that's just perfect setup. dude that scene sold me on that's this perfect like, setup dude like and keep in mind people this is eight minutes into the movie maybe yeah, i mean so they're driving along this truck rolls up on Freaks them out, truck blasts off, and then, the, you know, brother and sister are talking, and then a couple like- minutes go by, and they fucking drive by this church and see the truck, and all of a sudden, this guy walks out with a 
white sheet just toss up. like garbage yeah toss it right down a well and they're like did you see that it was a white sheet a but white sheet, sheet wrapped, wrapped in up, rope white, white sheet wrapped, wrapped in rope, rope with, with red, red stains, stains. <laughs> yeah it was fucking great love it. it's I like love a the, breakdown and then the, <laughs> the creeper dialogue. sees them and yeah. fucking hauls ass after him and dude just a fun chase like yeah. uh yeah it's a uh, justin long I, I i think we forgot to mention uh he he actually got this role Due to his uh, Galaxy Quest role. Yeah. Victor liked the way he... I mean, that's one thing I think everybody can identify with uh, Justin Long is that he can play believable Mm -hmm. without having to be overly masculine. Right. And that's something that few leads are ever asked to do. Yeah. And please shave that fucking mustache off. (laughs) It's not working, bro. Hey, man. From Tusk. Hey, Mm -hmm. you got to start somewhere. No. Kind of, yeah. He had been growing the tusk mustache since. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that thing is sporadic. Oh god, that guy's so awesome. I mean, yeah, uh, Gina Phillips, uh, you know, as Trish. Yeah, mm-hmm. God. But Ironically, she's, she's thirty. You know, playing a college kid, and he's actually twenty-two. Oh really? Yeah. So. And she's gorgeous. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, no, she she has like the best resting bitch face I've ever seen in my life. Like she always looks angry. Oh, dude. She reminds me of this one actress that comes out in Stephen King's stand. Uh the stand. She was a uh, one of the love interests for the guy who creates the the bomb and stuff. I, I don't know. I, I I'm trying to think of the actress's name, but uh Laura San uh Giacomo. Uh very very similar looks. And whenever I see her, I always think it's like her it's like uh, Trish might be played by her daughter or something like that oh, yeah. because they just looked a little uh, similar. Yeah. And yeah, then we, with us mentioning the cast, like you, like for again, for an hour and a half movie, there's not really a whole lot of characters you focus on. It's mainly them two and the creeper and Jonathan Beck, Breck, Breck, Breck is that guy. He plays the creeper really fucking well. Six oh, yeah. foot one, just imposing as fuck looking, you know? Yeah. So, and just, I think that's really all he's really known for is just the is just the creeper. Like he's never, I don't think he's done anything else since then. I think he has other roles, but nothing that's prominent as what he yeah. did on the creeper. Yeah, probably like little side characters and whatnot. But like, like directed DVD like villain, you know? Yeah, probably. <laughs> but like this dude's six foot one, fucking he he's as tall as me, and just him in that trench coat, the hat, you Dude, know, that that scarecrow hat. Fucking, yeah, I love that. fucking love that scarecrow hat, and just like I don't know, just the way that he portrayed the character without really saying a word yeah. you know just like the the way he, he moved the bo- the way he moves his body the way that he kind of like tilts his head looks at you stuff like that like very it, jason-esque yeah, yeah very like he's given like all the foreboding qualities to almost be verbal like mm-hmm. kruger without but, being verbal yeah but he doesn't he just conveys like just animalistic menace mm-hmm. the whole fucking time and i love that they allude to so much so fast because once they decide with all that awesome dialogue that the brother and sister do, they when they decide to go back to the pipe, and it, I mean, this is a movie that benefits from surround sound and just turning the volume up and the lights down, mm-hmm. because when you hear the little whimper of help come from the, oh. the you're like, oh, yeah, I got to rewind it. That, is it, it. Was there a sound? It's like you hear it. And the way he's able to disguise things as far as the car noises, the horn, uh, even just the silence of just the birds chirping in the trees and the crows constantly like being your... Uh, Ripley's, you know, alien monitor mm-hmm. to kind of give you off like if the creepers getting close or not. It's well, like the crows laugh. <laughs> yeah, that was another thing they had to do is when they're filming, you know, in that part of Florida, there's a lot of, you know, bugs and oh, shit. Yeah. So before filming each scene, they had to shoot off a gun to, to quiet, yeah, quiet it down. <laughs> Quick, go! <laughs> That's awesome. But he was saying it was so fucking loud that it would pick up easily. I bet. And so they were just like, oh God. So they had to shoot off guns to figure it out. Because the soundscape plays so well in this yes. film. So when they do the whimper, you hear the help and they're lowering dairy into that pipe. It's like everything from there, just boom, everything just kicked mm-hmm. up to like 11. It's awesome. Because I love that shot when Derry, uh sees the rat and the scream and the function and then she lets him go and he just slides down and that slow motion fall. Yeah. Very... I don't know. Um, it reminded me of uh, The Exorcist when she grabs the uh, psychiatrist by the balls and you see that slow fall to the carpet. Yeah, where it follows him. Yeah, I yeah. love that. But this was like into the nth degree because you're just seeing that slow moment to that fucking impact of him like falling from the the pipe into that basement. Mm-hmm. Or I'm sorry, the, the house of pain. The house of, <laughs> the house of pain. Gotta, gotta get up, get down. <laughs> gotta, gotta get up, get down. All right. Jump this, around. 
the I seen this movie a bunch of times, but I I still appreciate that moment when Derry's wandering around down there. He conveys so much fucking angst to his sister with his eyes when he's noticing the body and he sees how it's you know been sewn up and all that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but when his eyes adjust to the where he's at and the camera literally does that with you. Yeah. And you see the room come start, to focus. Your eyes start to take in like the, like the, what little light is in there and you're, you're starting to process all the images around them and it's like, Oh God. shit. Cause you get the exposition of the table, mm-hmm. uh, the workshop kind of, then he ties his shoe and, and he, he has that flashlight behind, like under his arm and it's like shining on the wall and dude. you don't really pick up on what the image is until the camera focuses like you're trying to focus in on it, so the camera's like, "Oh, hey, let me help you a little bit," yeah. you know. And it's like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> and then it's just like we were talking about earlier. It's like it. It's like he has this spider web of a collection, you mm-hmm. know. He's just like this purveyor of like, you know, anything that touches that road. Yeah, fuck. He he's like, he's the taxidermist from hell. <laughs> yeah. I love yeah. how like they petrify him too. That's mm-hmm. beautiful. Yeah, I love how he's uh, when Jester Long describes it to the cops. He's like, "Oh, it was like grabbing petrified wood. Yeah, like, he preserved it." And like, there's always been this. Uh, I don't know if it's like a, a town legend or what of these this couple that went missing on the highway back in the seventies, and yeah. they're always like, "Oh yeah, she lost her head." Well, he finds their bodies, and there it is, stitched, stitched together. Back. Yeah, it's fucking. No, it's creepy. That's awesome, dude. I love where he he's talking to Trish. And he's like, you know what he did for? Her? He stitched it back on. <laughs> it's like, God. oh fuck! Like, I can't imagine. Like, if I if I was Trish, if I was the girl, uh, hearing all that, man, I would not be as calm as she is. Like, she's just like, okay, let's call the cops and let's get out of here. Like, like, she doesn't believe him. Yeah, like, she's like, like the biggest fuck. naysayer. If it was like maybe that's something else I I saw that was in the. IMDb trivia shit. It was like they made the characters brother and sister to remove any kind of bullshit like sexual tension or yeah. You know, it's like we're just gonna get straight to f- the the film. Like let the film be all the tension you need. Mm-hmm. And I love that because you would have a sibling situations. You can imagine it. You know, of like, would you trust your brother's opinion or your sister's opinion on a situation, or would you just fucking doubt somewhere in there? You know, Dude, Justin Long's pretty fucking great in this film. How mm-hmm. he portrays scared once he gets out of that hole, and she's dealing with her own tension too because she's up top with the the truck coming yeah. back. Mm-hmm. God, I love that. She but thinks it's the truck. Yeah, the God, thing with awesome. Justin Long, something I've always noticed with his with his acting style. Anytime that he acts terrified, he sells it immediately. Definitely, it's mm-hmm. something like something in his eyes. Oh, like know? in it's Like, oh my Damn. God. Like he can sell you fear. Yeah. His eyes. He's a spider. <laughs> <laughs> spider bit you. <laughs> oh my god! What? What? Oh man! What? The doctor. He he made his rounds. <laughs> he can't be back. It's spider. <laughs> Whenever we say Justin Long in the edit, just play the tusk. Fucking like. <laughs> <laughs> Hell, even went in tusk. Like he god. was the fucking oh, like a walrus. You could see the, the fear. And the sadness in his face, and all he had to do was boop, <laughs> open I, his eyes I a little like more. Tusk. I don't I'm know what s- it is. I thought but Tusk I was like great. Tusk. I'm kind of sad that Jane Silent Bob reboot is going to be like Smith's next movie because I was hoping more for this hair, uh, the horror stuff he's been doing. I thought, like, well, he's he, doing Moose Jaws. Didn't he reshoot for, that? For the, no, he hadn't. He, no one ever gave him the green light to do it. Oh. Like, he has a script ready to go. It's just, I'm no one wants to give him the green light for fucking yoga hosers. That was terrible. <laughs> I haven't gone back to that one. Yeah, no, I haven't had the need. Only the one funny part, and that was it Mm. in the convenience store. Yeah, yeah. I forget what the girl was talking to the guy about. Something about him needing to take a shit. (laughs) (laughs) Where's the Pepto Bismol? Oh, what? what? I'll I'll find the clip and play it. (laughs) Yeah, I'm gonna have to watch Tusk in that one again now. Yeah, Tusk is really. I I actually enjoy Tusk a lot. Yeah, we 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 watched Tusk at Hidden Lakes. Yeah. We went so. and saw it in theater, fool. Yeah, we saw it in theater, but we saw it. At, we watched it in Hidden Lakes too. We should do that mm. one episode, maybe like a two-hour length, and we'll do Red State, Tusk, and uh, Dude, Red yeah, State oh, is fucking phenomenal. Do again. those three together. Yeah, Red State's fucking phenomenal. Let's just stop deeper Gears. Let's just stop. Okay. <laughs> so now we're gonna review Red State. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Fuck it. Yeah, I mean Francis Ford Coppola back this movie. That's a strange little fact. I, I never knew. That's cool. Today, because I mean, with Salva writing this, I mean, that's a lot of cool people. Because I know the budget wasn't much. I think it was like a fifteen million or ten million dollar budget. Yeah. No, ten million dollar budget, and it made like fifteen million opening weekend. 
which yeah. is awesome. Well, yeah, it made like sixty-five million. Or wait, I don't know. No, it had it had a budget of ten million, and box office it made fifty-nine point two. So let's round up and say sixty million. That's you great. Know? Like it made its money's worth, you yeah. know. So I and for it to take them take them a while to get to number two, you know. Not bad. No, Jeff, that's box office total, no, not cool. Ogden, Utah. No, it's, it's, I, I like talking domestic because that, that lets you know what... Fucking Oogalaga, Nebraska. Well, it, it global numbers <laughs> and how much it made in cryptocurrency, too. Well, like with, That is a thing now that we're going to have to calculate. With, yeah, oh, God. Um, how much no, with like Bitcoin? With like horror movies like this, it, it, it it's un, it's a lot more understandable to do domestic because that's who it's catering it to. It's catering to us here. America! Fuck yeah! <laughs> God, I want to be a Canadian. <laughs> Wait, red, white, and always blue? No, no, no. Red, white, and never, never blue. blue. Never blue, sorry. Eh? Never blue, eh? <laughs> oh, man. Get Harley Mortstein to do that line. Jesus. Uh, Fucking, uh, I really don't talk about hockey. <laughs> <laughs> what? You're going to get in a lot of trouble you say that up here, eh? <laughs> you like lavender? <laughs> I like soap. <laughs> Uh, we, we talking about the land of Garcia. Oh man, <laughs> fucking Casa de Dicko. Dicko de Gallo. My family crest is gonna be a mushroom stamp. <laughs> Boom, bitch. God damn, put that on your forehead. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's right. I think that'll be our new artwork. <laughs> Deep in the horror of falls in the well, eyes crossed, gets kicked by the mule, eyes go back. I don't know. <laughs> Oh my god, back to Jeepers Creepers. Uh, all right. <laughs> We're gonna get sidetracked. My hairline ain't gonna be right. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Mary so, uses the microwave. So they rush their asses off to the, the diner. What? <laughs> trying to crank up the microwave. <laughs> I pissed my pants and forget who I am for about a half hour. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> Snot, you roll over and let Uncle Jeff pet your belly. <laughs> He's got a mucus uh, gland problem. <laughs> oh, man. Fucking Eddie. Uh, <laughs> quit laughing, dude. You can't. God <laughs> damn. We we really go sidetracked. We really do. Oh, man. That's why our listeners like us. <laughs> we think. I don't know. <laughs> I know, God dude. bless you, people. Yeah. There's about a thousand. <laughs> God damn it! There's God. about a thousand people that like us on Facebook. They gotta like us for something, I guess. Oh, shit, right. Thanks for giveaways. Yeah, home of the snark. <laughs> home of the snark. Oh my God. Hosted by three thumbs. Anywho, let's fucking let's continue, please. All right. So Trish is a. Uh, Fucking terrified because you think the truck's coming back, and Justin Long comes out and scares the shit out of her because what he just seen, like uh, like uh, Nate and Ralph were saying. And then from there, they're back on the road. They're trying to get back to alert cops or find a phone. Mm-hmm. And then from there, you actually have the almost true dual situation when the truck returns and Mm-mm. powerhouses. That was before. Oh, sorry. Yeah, this is when they get to the, to diner. the diner. Thank yeah. you. Uh, which is weird because then you get introduced to the other side character that we would later know as Jez- Giselle. Giselle, yeah, yeah the, the psychic. God, because that was cool. That was like a neat twist of having this person that actually foresees a lot of these events. So it kind of grows a mythos without growing a mythos for the creeper character. I would like to know more about, like, like uh, in all three of these trilogies, you never really get a backstory as to why somebody will become a psychic and, you know, the, the backstory of the creepers never really been told because in the second one the, the cheerleader becomes a psychic yeah and so yeah you know weird. you're right because I mean this is weird is that the, the timeline for this is amazing if you really look at it because like part one plays X amount of days of the hunt part two plays an X amount of the days of the hunt but then part two ends within like it's actually showing you 2024 when like the thing's about to come back yeah and then when you get part three it begins with an origin story or the uh, it leaves off of deeper creepers i've been seeing part three in forever oh dude since it came out so there's a lot of cool things that this does and it actually makes me anticipated for if they should do it because what's developed is we'll get into it in part three but so is part three a prequel to all this or no part three is almost like the 23 years after no directly after deeper creepers one i believe no because Two is directly after part one. Three should be 23 years later or before the Justin Long gotcha. whole thing. Well, I, it starts off with the, no the truck being, they're moving on on the truck in Jeepers Creepers 3 at the beginning. 
And okay. I think that takes place. Weird. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to have to watch it. Yeah, because when you... Yeah. <laughs> and that's what I pisses me off. I, I think there's a director's cut or an unrated version that's either on Netflix or Jeepers Keepers 3. I'm not sure, but there's an unrated version. Yeah. I mean, I watched... When, when it first came out, you know, you had to, like, VOD it or whatever the fuck... Uh, I had to stream it, and the streaming service kept cutting like yeah. every ten fucking minutes. So it was like I got kind of like a scattered version. I of watched it. like a TV cut because it premiered on like TNT or USA or something like that when yeah. it first came. Out. I didn't get theatrical release for Jeepers Creepers three, and I've always been meaning to queue it up on Netflix, but I just haven't got around to it. Yeah, so that's get, why I'm glad we're doing this series. Yeah, I mean they get to the diner, they yell for hey somebody please help us call the cops, and then Giselle. Calls, calls on his phone, phone yeah. and they're like, have you seen its pa- house of pain yet? Have you blah, blah, blah. And they're like, what? Where's dairy? All the How do you know fucking together. dairy? Yeah, I mean, like, then this big exp- exposition-filled thing about, you know, the song, if you hear that song run, blah, 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 blah. So then they finally uh, get the cops there, and it's weird because in the diner, this lady's like, hey, someone's breaking into your car. They were holding that dirty laundry up in their face and taking a big smiles. Yeah. Jesus Christ, Ralph. Leave the coke alone. He's alive. <laughs> God, I just pulled a Scarface. <laughs> that was like part whistling booger, part werewolf. You want to say how I got you this want... coke? <laughs> Columbia. Uh. <laughs> so, yeah, the cops show up and they dust for prints and, and they're like, let's go out to the old church. Yep. On the road, it's funny because like, you know, uh, Whatever base, what do, what do they call that? Fucking hey, uh, the operator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The radio. It's like, hey, are you sure you don't have a couple of fucking pyromaniacs sitting there with you? And, what do you mean? Uh, the church is burning. It's roaring up good. And it's on fire. And those fingerprints we lifted, <laughs> <laughs> they are on fire. Those fingerprints. Fire? Those fingerprints we lifted are dead skin. Oh, it's like, well, that's what fingerprints are. Hold on, hold on. The sky's falling down. I gotta check. I gotta check this out. <laughs> Whoosh! God, she just gets scooped out of the fucking window. Yeah. I love where it pulls him up, and you see in the car the back window. And he's like, "Hey!" God, I always thought it was Harry and the Hendersons. Yeah. Like, God, go, Harry, <laughs> Harry! Shit! But yeah, Justin Long, while he's while they're in the car, you know, ahead of these cop cars, they're they're scrolling the radio station, yeah. and he hears Jeep. Oh my God, that horrible remix! Like, what yeah, is like with cover. that? What is with that? That's like belongs from like. Bruce Leroy's The Dude, Last Dragon. I was waiting for like Beavis to come out and start talking shit about this. Oh, <laughs> 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 well, yeah. I mean, in the spirit of uh, uh, Super Bowl, <clears throat> throws the cop's head, perfect touchdown, boom, off right the, onto the hood. Dude, boom. home run. I touchdown. love this part. This is like one of the very first close reveals we get of the creeper, and uh. You know, the car skids. Dude, and when he gets out skid. with no hat on. Oh, yeah. And he picks up this, the decapitated head, and you have that beautiful shot of the billboard. It what says, is he tastes doing? good. It tastes so darn good. Yeah, <laughs> billboard. And he's just like, go, 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 yeah, if you haven't seen Mindhunter's Kemper, watch that oh shit. My God. Uh, that guy is perfect for that role. Dude, that guy's a monster. I cannot wait for season two. I can't wait for season two. Yeah, Why are we whispering? It's gonna have Ted Bundy. It's gonna have Charles Manson. Yes, Charles. Manson. The same actor that plays Charles Manson. Oh my God. Have you, uh, yes. Oh, it's gonna have the same this, actor. The same actor that plays Charles Manson in the new Quentin Tarantino movie. It's gonna be the same uh, actor that plays Charles that's Manson. That's all Yeah. Oh. There's a Charles Manson movie where Matt Smith plays Charles Manson. If you don't know who Matt Smith is, watch season twelve of like Doctor Who. Huh. It's the guy who plays Raggedy Man, Doctor Who, I guess. Dude, the Helter Skelter Charles Manson, like the original Helter Skelter movie. That was that guy was oh, yeah. perfect. Because that's what you deserve. That's what you deserve. God, that guy was awesome. <laughs> uh did you ever see the one with Jeremy Davies? Um, oh god damn Jeremy Davies. There's so many fucking yeah. Manson movies. I, I I mean, there's probably like ten. But do you remember Suicide Kings? I do. Yeah, I think it's that guy that comes out. Christopher Walken. Yeah. Mm. 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 <laughs> <laughs> you guys cut his fucking finger off. Who's this? Jeremy Davis. Oh he shit! He plays Charles oh, Manson. In- uh, uh, 
He's from uh, Prometheus, yeah? He was a, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was the bad guy in uh, uh, Mission Impossible. Yep. Yeah, he's fucking great. He came out in Twister, too. He was in Twister? He was one of the... Who didn't come out in Twister? <laughs> Bill Paxton, fucking... What is it? Philip Seymour Hoffman comes yeah. out in that. Uh, that one guy... The suck uh, zone. What's that one guy? <laughs> Helen Hunt comes out of it? Yeah. He's awesome. The suck zone, dude. Eh? Yeah. I loved you in Twister. God. Oh my god! We got, we got cows. <laughs> cows. What? No. <laughs> we always Mark Wahlberg in Twister too. No. Say hi to your mother for me. What is this? What is it? I don't know. All right, get back to it. All right, so we were talking about the decapitated head, and then we went off. Yeah, sidetracked. Decapitated heads. Yeah, they run so darn good. They run. They go down the road. They stop at this uh, the only fucking house there. The cat house. The cat Cat house. house. Mm, That was awesome. (laughs) (laughs) In unison. Stereo. Amazing. Stupid in stereo. We've been hanging out a lot more than we should be. (laughs) So it's funny because this house was actually a cat lady's house that they they rented to do this this part for. Um, They didn't use her cats, obviously. They they brought in trained cats, but uh, yeah, I found it just looked like a fucking catty house. You know what I mean? Yes. Okay, you're lonely. God, you have a million cats. (laughs) I love how they're talking, having so much talking as they walk up to the door, and then she's just sitting in that fucking chair, like. What do y'all want around here? I was like, oh shit. Like, she's scary. The Crypt Keeper just woke up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> she was scary. Do you know who this is? I Eileen something. Eileen Brennan. She's uh she was the drill sergeant in uh, uh fucking what was it, Private Benjamin? With Goldie Hawn? Yeah. Oh my god. She's the one that remember gets the, the shampoo, they do like almost the police academy Mahoney oh, kind of scene. Oh my god. And then she's I also, didn't recognize her. She's also Miss Peacock and Clue. Oh that's her. That's really her? Yeah, that's why I was like, oh my god. Like, I know her, because you see it in her eyes. I mean, she's awesome. Holy shit. Yeah, she's awesome. I mean, Private Benjamin Clue's what most people remember from. I love Clue. I had no idea that was Miss Peacock. Peacock. That's fucking great. (laughs) What do y'all want? Get away from my babies. I was like, oh shit. But I didn't do it. (laughs) God, I love it. Just don't bring those cops over here. Something about sectioning off and coding and... uh, how many cats do you have? A little more than a many. <laughs> a little more than a few. Yeah, it's awesome. But yeah, it's uh, it's cool because they're kind of focusing on the scarecrow out in the oh, yeah. out in the driveway when they're walking up, and then when they exchange words with her, they look over and the creeper stand in the scarecrow spot. Yeah, that's not she my is. scarecrow. Mm. You guys got anybody else here with you? God damn. You've got. Ten seconds to get off my property. Dude, I want to know with a fucking double barrel. I want to know what fucking rounds she had in that fucking shotgun because that scarecrow exploded. Yeah, Skadoosh. those are straight fucking dragon fire incendiary yeah, rounds. Yeah, incendiary round in one tube, a fucking one dragon in the, the other, other tube. Shit. Fuck, man, that was beautiful. Kadoosh, and That's he just a... like barrel rolls out of there. That was awesome. <laughs> he lands in the house, and then you know, fucking. You hear her go in. She hits Justin Long in the nuts with the gun. (laughs) (laughs) And she goes in. You hear a bam. Bam. Dude. And then she's standing in the doorway. They're like, you okay? Is anything okay? And you see her feet hovering. Oh, that part's so cool. And then you get the very first up close. God, he has that grimace, like, smile. I remember in theaters when I saw him, I was like, what in the fuck is this? Yeah. Like, what is this thing? Is he a gargoyle? I don't know. I don't like. He has to be like a something. Some, like, he's got wings and shit. What, what throws me off is like there's a deleted scene where he speaks. What? It, right there. When he, what? Uh, in the <laughs> you can watch it on, on YouTube. There's a uh, the creeper speaks is like just search that out and he moves her to the side and if you watch in the movie his lips still move right. they just removed it but he says uh, she doesn't smell too good dairy. And he throws her. And I was like, this would make sense only if you take into account that he just ate the tongue. Yeah. So maybe he gained the power to speak. Because what he kind of does is he eats the parts he needs to kind of, like when he gets. Fill himself. Exactly. Yeah. 
That's weird. Oh, they should have left that. I know. It was kind of creepy. Because it was like, oh, he like whispers it. Like, and he that he knows his good. name. That's... Dairy. I was like, oh, shit. It was weird, but it was also like. She, as a cat lady, of course she doesn't smell too Oh, well. shit. But when he tosses the body aside and they do the drive away thing, and then it's that goddamn gear shift thing that's just been like. Uh, <laughs> this plagues the whole movie. Jesus. It really fucking plays like, man, out. She, she screwed the shit out of that goddamn transmission. Yeah, that is a 60 Impala. And what's funny is that actual car just went on sale on eBay not oh, really? long ago. The same one. Wow. It's an automatic. They put that gear shift for, on the floor for, for the movie. Yeah. Uh, that's 60 kind of fucking nice dude yeah the thing is nice but yeah this gear box thing just the entire movie she's fighting gears and, and she like, uses uh, it to pull him in i like that that was neat right she's like i'll play with the gears yeah he's not really suspecting me to run over his ass <laughs> <laughs> and back over his ass and run over his ass enough <laughs> no not enough i would have fucking oh, ran dude. that dude over and she says it too. They, they never are yeah boom runs him over again <laughs> Then they finally get their ass to the police department. Finally. This is where Giselle meets up with them. Yeah. And, uh, very fucking, this chick reminded me of the fucking, uh, Neo's fucking, uh, the prophet Neo goes right. to see the Oracle. The Oracle. Yeah. <laughs> Neo, I need, <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. I need you to listen to me. <laughs> She's like, you know, and I love, <laughs> I actually love this cop, the, the, the sheriff oh, yeah. guy. He's, he's like, you know, like they're hauling in a car thief and he's like, 78 Chevy Nova. Dude. You know, for a car thief, you've got shit taste. Like, <laughs> this guy was like, God, last fucking post was Haddonfield, you know? Dude, for real. <laughs> so, like, Giselle comes in. He's like, Giselle, you leave those goddamn kids alone. Take, mm. You go home and you get some rest. She's in the RV that's more likely blocking the driveway. <laughs> <laughs> One way in, Giselle. One way out. Dude. Yeah, it's like, then, you know... She's telling him the backstory that this she doesn't know why she sees it. She just knows that somebody's going to be screaming yeah. in the dark to the Jeepers Creeper song. And and fucking she doesn't elaborate who I think she knows who she's just withholding it. She yeah, because she even does like later in that other scene where she like looks at the, the, the girl mm -hmm. and like you're if you're a first time viewer, you're thinking, hey, this is like Derry's going to have to protect his sister. Yeah, you would think it would be Trish. Yeah, but, you know, but lo and behold. Yeah. Not and I love this because you've already gone through so much shit in this film. I didn't expect there to be a police station scene from Terminator in the fucking film. No, because when they go into the convicts after the power goes out and he's checking on all the convicts, show mm -hmm. me some skin. Oh, that's nice. That's that flips the bird out of <laughs> That's pretty. That's cute. Okay, <laughs> they see these two inmates and they're like back to the wall and they're like fucking like freaking out. Mm -hmm. And Creeper's <clears throat> clothes are just on that, that mm -hmm. are just on the floor and he's just hunched over going to town eating this one motherfucker and all you hear is that ringing of the bar because his foot keeps tapping the fucking bar it's his wing oh dude that's beautiful yeah. mm. and then uh i love where the creeper walks to the police station he's all hobbled and shit yeah like because his legs like mush but you see the the tattoo on the guy's arm Mm -hmm. When he's uh, when they show him later, you see the other half of the tattoo yeah. on the creeper's. Whenever arm. he's on, yeah. when he was looking at the two way mirror, you see the rest of the tattoo on the on the creeper's hand. Yeah. That's awesome. That's cool. then oh. He's like constantly fixing himself. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Yeah, and then uh, you know it comes down to like, dude, this police station has the biggest night crew I've ever seen in yeah. my life. Like, there's like fucking thirty cops in that building. Like old fucking movies. They just keep going around the pillars. <laughs> like and, and, and what's weird is, it, you know, for a movie that only has eight deaths a lot of these cops Making probably end up no i mean they probably end up dying because you hear gunshots going you hear mm -hmm. but then they come you know, the guy but, on the walkie stops talking but then they disappear and they come back in swat gear you know like yeah they, they're like fuck this let's go get our other stuff like oh big guns and helmets <laughs> they do nothing <laughs> they break in the room look at him and you know he Man, they hurt off. the glass more than anything right now what God, I love that two-way mirror scene. That yeah, that two-way mirror yeah. scene was fucking creepy. I love where he grabs a hold of Trish and Derry and yeah. smelling both of them. <laughs> like, which one he wants. Damn, Ralph. And he grabs... <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Leave some for the rest he of the crackheads. He has to pull the pop filter away from his nose. <laughs> <laughs> My nose is plugged. I feel unfortunate. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Any water? Any was water? That, was that macaroni? <laughs> It's Jack in the Box. <laughs> um, so, like, yeah, he grabs Derry and Patricia and Trisha's just pleading with him, like, "No, take me. I'm stronger." Fucking blah blah blah. 
and and in the end he like his wings pop up and his fuck, the thing where his face peels back that predator he's all Rah! yeah <laughs> like it that part freaked me out in theaters i was like god damn it and that plays a huge part in part two that we'll get to because that's it's a protective cover it's but he was able to exchange heads remember yeah remember he was able to like uh, open it take a head off put a new head on it goes back i was like what the fucking part two yeah. i can't wait till we talk about part two i can't wait to uh, <sighs> i I don't know if I want to watch part three again, but I have to. Yeah, I know. <laughs> part three of the view. I don't know. There's so many things that were interesting, but they weren't also. I want more of this guy. I just don't want it through the guy who made it, you know, and I don't want him to get a big payout for someone to buy this series. It's kind of I, I just unfortunate. I don't mind it being like his mythology and stories. It's just I, I, I wish we got more of it. Like, I wish this was almost like a supernatural TV series and stuff like that, because mm. it would be neat because. The way he hunts and the way he kind of comes and goes and within, you know, 20 something years and stuff. I think it's cool that they do put a magnifying glass over this one time he visits. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because like with you playing around this timeline, it's like I said, like the next one would be like 2024. Like, fuck, that's. Yeah. Well, it took like, what, 14 years. So, I mean. Yeah. You know. We're almost there. Yeah, we're almost. (laughs) Jesus. But yeah, they are they are rumored to do a part four. I hope so. Yeah, it's been like you said, the cathedral should have been part three. Cathedral was part three. That's what they called it. I was yeah. just cheap as she was three, but yeah, I know they were always conveying all this stuff like, hey, it's gonna get more mythos, more this, more that. And I was like, God damn it. Yeah, I can't wait to find out a backstory on this this <laughs> creeper character because it's <clears throat> like I said, I don't know what the fuck it is. I don't know if it's a guard. I don't yeah. what is it? Like a parasite. It's like again, like it kind of stuff, you know? <clears throat> it's like it feeds to kind of then it kind of petrifies Feeds himself. on fear, and then, you know, yeah. it heals itself. We'll get more to the eating. other stuff, because there's so much more that gets, kind of gets explained in part two. And then again, we'll talk about all the stuff that gets flushed out even more in part three. Yeah. But this one, uh, what do you think about the end scene? I, like, I fucking, what? Like the, all right, we know the House of Pain's burned down. So oh, then it takes us to that weird yeah. factory. Yeah. And it's just like, there's just rust and metal everywhere, and it's just like dripping water. He's sitting at and the table. And you hear the screams. Yeah. And then there's uh, I mean, you see Derry's uh, body being like hung, and his eyes are just totally like, like he's just been peeled. Yeah. And then you see uh, the creeper kind of pop up in there, and he has Derry's eyes. Yeah. And I was just like, boom, cut, you know, cut the credits. Great. It was fucking great. Great ending. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I I love how you just barely, faintly hear Jeepers Creepers in the yeah. background too. It was like, oh my Cause god. Because Trish tried her best to sacrifice herself for Derry. But, like, he didn't want that. He had already made a choice, and I'm going to take this kid's eyes. Like, that's mm. that's just the piece I want from this thing. That's really all I'm doing. I'm playing with my food. It's pretty much kind of like what he's kind of doing. I don't know and if you want to see it that way or not. I love when he, you know, flew out of the police station. Oh, yeah. and Trish just takes off down the road after him, and then you see him go behind it. You know, he's flying behind a cloud, and then it's just the moon, and you don't see anything. And she's just, like, yeah, dumbstruck, standing yeah. there in the street, like, what, what did I fuck? What yeah. just happened? So, yeah, it's a... Uh, I mean, if it was just a part one, totally fine with this being a standalone story. Right. Like, this was a fucking fun movie. Yeah. You know? It's and, like uh, Goatman's Road kind of folklore told, you know, story told, but relevantly pretty well, like a Twilight Zone extended episode or a Tells from the Crips uh, story. I love the, uh, the, the way it just played its little acts and then it ended the way it did. Yeah, I mean, it does... Like I said, this the, the pacing for this movie is so fantastic. Like it goes by so quick, and you're like, gee, like, you know, every horror movie has boring fucking. Either the intro is super boring. You'll get like an intro like Friday Thirteenth and you know Halloween and whatnot, where it's a kill, and then you'll have like thirty, forty minutes of exposition and you know character building, and then you'll have you know yeah. the climax and finale. This movie's all climax. It's so fucking strange like there's no real lull moments yeah. so it um, deals with moments out you always get frustrated we're like why don't they just go out that window or why don't they just do this or why don't they do that like why don't they just use their cell phone oh i, I it's not charged oh well, i have the fucking charging cable i don't have a cigarette layer that works like yeah. fuck okay so that's out of the bag my you, car just drive. my car <laughs> God, I love that. and they have the right thing they just drive drive to this get to the phone all right what do we do now and it's like everything there it's it was purposeful mm-hmm. the whole way through and i think I appreciate that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's uh, he never lets his victim go. Well, whatever he smells that he likes, he never yeah. lets him go. So it's pretty cool. Hey, Ralph, what do you think? Ralph O'Deed. 
Uh, uh, hand me my black medical book. <laughs> my little black medical book. It's it's like a, 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 a textbook they give to nurses. My hands are equipped with defibrillators. Clear. Sorry, I'm back. I'm back. Uh, movie was out, great. <laughs> movie. Uh, the movie did. The movie to me was really good. It came out like you said in 2001. I didn't watch till fucking high school. By that time, I think the second one had come out by then. Um, the movies. The the movie itself. To me, if if I was to have just seen that one, it stood up really well. Like a for, standalone film for a very good standalone film. Um, I'm glad they made a sequel to it, and we'll most likely review it in the next one. Uh, the movie was a lot of fun. I enjoyed the scares. The fact that it was very, like you said, there's not a whole lot of fat in this film. There's not really a whole lot that's like uh, a lot of exposition. There's not a whole lot of explanation to it. And the movie didn't really need any granted. It did leave you with some questions like what the fuck is the creeper, you know? Yeah. But I'm sure we end up getting into that a little later on. Um, and for a movie that had like a $10 million budget, I feel as though it, it may, it, it, it got its money's worth. Like it, it's definitely worth the 60 million that it ended up earning. Um, the cast itself, the, 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 the chemistry between, primarily the brother and sister were really great. Justin Long is fucking amazing. He sells, like I said, he sells fear. Like he, he doesn't have to say a damn word. Like whenever he finds the body, you could just see the terror in his face. Not, not even a whimper, you know? Yeah. And just, yeah, the movie all around, I, I like it a lot, you know? And I'm, I'm glad I got to, I got, I'm glad I was watched it back then. I'm glad I got to watch it again. Awesome. Dude. Bye. Recommend. Uh, go ahead and buy this one. This one's actually pretty good. Like, I would I would drop the ten fifteen dollars on on for like a Blu Ray for it. You know, gotcha. yeah, I definitely would for sure. Yeah, yeah I got a double pack for like ten bucks. Yeah, ah, perfect, totally worth it. That's why I got mine at Walmart. Yeah, yeah. double feature, creature feature. Yeah, <laughs> it was like ten bucks cheaper. Scoopers one too. Yeah, oh, fuck I'm, yeah. I mean, for me, uh, seeing this in the theaters, I I enjoyed it thoroughly when I was younger. Um. I, I watch this one. This one's in my rotation. Like I usually will watch it once a year at least. Um, I don't know why I keep going back to it, but like I said, the pacing in this movie is just so good. There's very few movies where the pacing just keeps up and there's really no lull moments. I mean, if you want to think of like moments that could be like, oh, this is a little too long. Uh, the diner, them driving to the diner and the whole diner scene, like, we're talking that was like five minutes long. I mean, that's like the only non action thing that happens in this whole movie, you know, creepy thing. Yeah. Um, but then you get the phone call from Giselle and the, the whole, I mean, they, they play it well. And Justin Long is, is doing terrific acting in this. Gina Phillips is doing like everybody's, everybody's on point. Um, so yeah, I, I recommend this one highly. Um, you know, that if you're a person that can't get over this, the stigma, of it um you know obviously don't don't bother but um for most horror fans this is a this is a good flick so yeah it's i definitely give it a buy um i'm kind of the same boat with y'all uh this is uh this is one of those films that when you watch it especially in theaters back in the day it was like nice to see something that was a 35 millimeter print and all that stuff like that and it just had the right tone i mean it's a lot of the stuff that we would do nowadays and we would congratulate for being retro. But back then, for what Victor Salvo was going out and doing, he made this really rural folk folklore, uh, anxiety, tension, but still was in a slasher realm where you're almost creating a character that would be in the same vein of Jason and Freddy and Chucky and Pinhead and all stuff like that. I think the Creeper sits right there with him in the same theater because he's created a monster that can be very reminiscent of things that you enjoy like Pennywise and stuff like that but have his own click you know his own uh his own little story and idea and origin and stuff um the photography in this film I know I looked at the cinematographer he's not really notable and even the score for what it does do it's not a guy who's very notable I mean I think he's worked on family matters and full house and stuff like that so it's really offshoot that you know uh this production would carry so many well use tools because i think this film is a great standalone film but as it being sitting the way it is as a part one in this trilogy um 
if you're in for the guy in the rubber suit kind of movie, this is a good one to go to. I know a lot of the younger audiences get put off by it. It's not funny. It's not gory enough. It's not something. It's not the right mix for some people. But I think I appreciate it. I appreciate it then. I appreciate it now. And I'm looking forward to going on and talking about two and three with everybody. So this is a definite buy for me. There you have it. Three buys from three thumbs. <laughs> Stamp. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I don't know. Hit my fucking music. Let me hear you say it, baby. Woo! Great tits. Good. 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 That is fine hide leather. Good. 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 You're rating right up there. Good. 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 Is this Aussie conditioner? Good. 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 You're... Good. You've never felt soccer juice. Good, good, good. Like a fucking Pepsi commercial. Great tits. All right, the psychic lady never confirms that she's an actual psychic, but with a name like Giselle, we can accurately guess on what her occupation used to be. Oddly enough, Derry and I have the same tramp stamp on our bellies. <laughs> Who listens to Jeepers Creepers while screaming in the dark? Well, probably the same people that listen to the new Nickelback album. <laughs> you know what really grinds my gears? <clears throat> he calls this his house of pain. Oddly enough, Jeff and the motorhome people have the similar license plate, except Jeff is G-A-F-E-V-R. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> in total, we have eight deaths in this movie, but like, you know, a couple of them are off screen, so you get... A guy named Roach that's missing his heart. You get the two cops that, you know, one gets pulled out of the car. We don't know what happened to her. We get a football player yeah. head. Um, yeah, the dude in the jail cell. The cat lady. Yeah, the cat lady. I mean, I think that's it. I seven deaths. And then Derry. Oh, yeah, seven. So, so eight, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's worth it. Check yeah, it out. Uh, some quick recommends I'd like to throw everybody. If you like Jeepers Creepers or maybe you don't like Jeepers Creepers, um, on the director side, I I definitely say try to if you can find Clown House, give it a shot. I mean, if you can put things in the back of your mind, or if you can just sit down and watch a goddamn movie, uh, Clown House is one of those movies I would say just watch it for the sake of watching a home invasion movie. Uh, the same way I would say if you like to watch home invasion movies, you definitely look out for a film called Kidnapped. Uh, it's gone very. Not a lot of people talk about it, but when you see it, it's you appreciate it because it's fucking terrifying kidnapped and clown house. All right. If you're looking for further in long, you're just in long longing. Uh, <laughs> I would go for galaxy quest, of course. And also Zach and Mary do a porno. He does this great cameo as a por gay porn friend who stars opposite of uh, the, the Superman returns, Brian Singer, Superman returns, uh, something, Brandon Roth. Ruth, Brandon Ruth. Uh, yeah, he's Ralph, only, you would know that. <laughs> they, they talk about their uh, gay film titles like, uh, shut your mouth before I put my dick in the mouth. <laughs> no, shut your mouth before I put my dick in it or something. Like that. But it's very, it's Justin Long doing just gay comedic porn jokes that will just leave your side splitting. It's Justin Long doing what he does great. And of course, like we already recommended, uh, Tusk is another great one to go check out. Um, if you're in just for this kind of mood of what Jeepers Creepers does, I think Jeepers Creepers pairs very good for with uh, like a film that I, I'm not a big fan of, but I think it goes well with it. It follows. It sounds mm -hmm. like he's talking about a steak. You I really like the steak? Try this wine Try this with wine it. with it. Uh, <laughs> I think I, well, when you think about the cinematography for him, uh, it follows in the score and the setting and the way the tone fills with the friends and stuff. It would pair really well with like a... If you would watch It Follows and then go with like a little Jeepers Creepers, you know? Uh, I think that would be fun. I don't know. I was kind of like feeling the mood when I was kind of like watching Jeepers Creepers. We're like, hey, you know what? This actually makes me want to watch It Follows, you know? A little bit more artsy-fartsy. So do we like, do what? Yeah. It, it complements <laughs> I want to change my, my, my recommend from buy to avoid. <laughs> but no. Fuck you, Ralph. <laughs> uh, also, uh, if you've never seen Steven Spielberg's The Duel, check it out. It plays very similar tones that make you kind of remember it's almost like jaws with trucks exactly yeah. and uh i think it, it would complement this well if you watch it but uh those are just a few of my recommends and if you haven't seen velvet buzzsaw yet on netflix search it out give it a shot it's probably one of my top recommends for this month very good very mm. good so join us fucking next time not next week but next time uh, we'll be discussing Jeepers Creepers 2, going awesome. along with the mythology of school bus full of dickheads. Oh, God. 
It's not that bad. Oh, you haven't seen it. <laughs> I haven't seen that. One. I saw it. it was the same night, I believe. You fucking lie. Oh, I like, yeah. I, like I, I told you, I was like, this is the, that, you it was were the school bus. Fucking getting ridden. God, when you pose that, <laughs> when you pose that glaive, like crawl. <laughs> like Holy beast shit, that's a tooth. <laughs> <laughs> I love the bus driver, oh, though. Man. That yeah. scarecrow scene in the opening. Oh, I can't wait. It's gonna be fun. Can't wait. Yeah. Tune right. in next time. Well, hold on, hold on. Oh, Hit the brakes. Oh, 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 oh yeah. We got we got an announcement to make. Go around me. Yeah, we we are going around your fucking ending. Okay. Uh, we got an announcement to make. Texas Frightmare Weekend. If you guys have not seen it already, what the fuck are you guys doing? They did just announce, or at least at the time of this recording, announced a Mister Sam Raimi what? is coming. I just want yes. to tell you, sir. I love Spider-Man 3. <laughs> Today was Crickets? Nate's last day. Crickets? <laughs> you just... <laughs> Whatever. I liked it. I don't know. His spider is. sense was tingling, if you know what I mean. <laughs> oh, indeed. But Sam Raimi, at the time of this recording, has been announced. If you have not gotten your tickets, please, please, please do yourself a favor. Get yourself a ticket so you can go see this great man and all the other fucking amazing guests that are showing up. Mm. You have so many people that just got announced. I don't remember if uh, we Stan, Stan Shaw was in the Shaw, yeah. yes. Uh, From uh, fucking uh, Monster Squad. Monster Squad, Monster Squad yeah. 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 Can you yeah. do an impression of him? <laughs> God damn, I'm gonna have to put like an audio warning. Jesus Christ on this episode. Oh, Where they blow ears. they throw the dynamite and blow his ass up. <laughs> my ear. <laughs> oh my ear too. Oh man. I listen to this shit loud. Ah. Oh my god. Sorry about that, That's listeners. Right, directed left. Oh my god, my my ears popping. Yeah, just because you <laughs> turned your face left and screamed at top volume does not mean you could have looked and forward to it. It's, it's borderline that. Stan Shaw and that goat from that YouTube. <laughs> Oh my god! I'm sorry about that, listeners. I I, I needed to make an announcement. I blew out your eardrums. <laughs> you realize you realize somebody just got in a wreck. Jeff <laughs> <laughs> just said, "I want to drive." <laughs> my guess, inbreeding. <laughs> oh, son of a bitch. But yeah, so again, Texas Primary made those great announcements here recently. Again, if you haven't gotten your tickets, get your tickets now. They're still on sale. You still have a little bit before the actual convention itself is Cinco de Mayo weekend. Woo. We will definitely be there oh, yeah. conversing with everybody and guests included. Mm. So definitely, again, I cannot implore you enough. Yeah. Grab your tickets. It is definitely worth it. It is fun every damn year that we've ever gone. I yeah. can't wait to see the Mondo. Get releases. off the fence. Go to. Yeah. Like, get off the fence. Go. Get off the fence. Buy your ticket and go. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, dude, this is this, this is, got a great. This is going to be a great fucking Yeah, game. everybody at TFW, they have just, man, every time you think they, they can't get no better. Mm-hmm. It's like, fuck. I know, when they dropped Sam Raimi, I was just like, motherfucker, now like, I have to well, fucking they, search out. Yeah, they just constantly outdo themselves. I'm like, Tim Curry, oh, nothing's going to be bad. Bruce Campbell, oh my God, nothing's going to be bad. Sam Raimi, Jesus, will you stop? <laughs> stop, I'm going to get James broke. James Jude Courtney and Nick Castle. I know, it's right? Like, oh, it's like, there's the endless. Elvira, what the fuck? Jesus. Like, <laughs> Tax return has already disappeared. Oh, yeah. And sorry. I haven't even fucking gotten it due to this fucking shutdown. Alms for the poor. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, sir. Can I have some more? <laughs> <laughs> this is a free podcast. Donate. <laughs> Make a GoFund us page or something. Sorry, so they got declined. Oh, try this one. <laughs> just pick a card. Okay, just try them all. That me, my first year, I was like, "Fuck, my bank account is zero oh, yeah. uh, credit." Yeah. Like, Fuck. What are you eating tonight? Uh, crackers. <laughs> crackers. Pickles. Crackers and pickles. <laughs> Saltines. Thank God I load up on my whiskey before I get there. Uh, what that, what's that about whiskey? Uh, Oh, what about Ralph. whiskey? I'm not, you're not getting any. You're going to have to fucking get your own. You become like that guy in the hot, uh, what is it, uh, hot tub time machine. What do you got? Allergy medicine? Let's crush that up. Put in some wet napkins. Stick it, our, <laughs> stick it up our asses. <laughs> it's a Legra D, you fucking sick fuck. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus Christ. I heard, so, I heard whiskey. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm down. Let's go. <laughs> uh, I don't want to watch hot tub time machine. I can't wait. Oh, man. Uh, I've been needing to get a good fucking buzz on. Yes. Why do you look at me when you say that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Jesus. 
What? Yeah. I didn't look. I you mean, looked was, at me. You freaking <laughs> <me>. <laughs> yeah, get a good buzz it's on me you. and you, Jeff. <laughs> this time it's you going to be drinking my whiskey. You're going to be welcome tonight, buddy. <laughs> nah. Woo! A little bit of Rufy Colada. Oh, <laughs> God damn it. This is not where I wanted that announcement to go. That's where it went, bro. <laughs> but anyway, like like we were about to end this episode. Thank you for listening. Join us for next time for whenever we get into part two of Jeepers Creepers. In the meantime, this is Ralph. This is Jeff. Hi, I'm Nathan. Oh, goodbye. I'm Nathan. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it scary. Caw-caw! He gets the wings. Thank you for listening to Deep in the Horror of Texas. Be sure to like and follow us on Facebook and Twitter. If you like what you hear, please leave a review on the iTunes or Stitcher radio app. And above all, remember to keep it scary. To keep it scary. Bogeyman will think you are an elephant with wings. Hush, hush, hush. Here comes the bogeyman. Tell him you've got soldiers in your bed, for he will never guess that they are only made of lead. Say, hush, hush. He'll think that you're asleep If you make a lovely snore away He'll softly creep Sing this tune You children one and all Bogeyman will run away He'll think it's Henry Hall All movie sound clips, sound effects, and music used in Deep in the Horror of Texas is owned by the copyright holders. Deep in the Horror of Texas makes no claim of ownership on the copyrighted audio and simply uses it for the sole purpose of entertainment, criticism, commentary, and education under fair use. Please support the official release of the audio used in today's episode where available to you. And remember to keep it scary.